Annie McKenzie here, and you're listening to Freshman Founders, a podcast for people who are interested in starting their first business and want to know how it really works. Whether you're a business major, interested in the startup lifestyle, or passionate about making a particular change in the world, this podcast is the one for you. Hello, welcome to Freshman Founders. This episode is all about the MVP. We've mentioned this a few times in episodes past, but we really thought it was important for it to have its own episode because it is extremely important and something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't think much about. So if you have a quick commute today, this would be a great episode. We're going to try and keep it short, compact, and sweet for you. So the MVP stands for Minimum Viable Product. This is something that should not cost a ton of money. It's just a working version of what your product will someday be, just to have something to to get feedback on. A lot of mentors have told us the golden phrase, um, you know, if your product is ugly, good, get it out there. You should be embarrassed by it at first. <laughs> exactly. It's just not supposed to – one of the biggest things – um, to worry about is, you know, when someone's like, oh, I just really want it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be perfect. Right. And it can only be improved and perfected by the feedback of your customers, mm-hmm. not yourself. Exactly. In our case, we we started booking entertainment manually before there was ever any tech involved, before we realized, hey, this would be easy to automate. This is something that people could do online. Before we got to that point, we were doing this all just through email, phone calls, relationships, and then we started to realize through doing that, that, hey, this could be a website that could make it really easy because we started getting feedback from our customers that an online platform would be nice. And that first website, let me tell you, oh, it was ugly. we fit the mold for it, it being awful. It was, we were so embarrassed by it. And it was almost like this little veil, you yes. know, where people could click on a few buttons, but then really it was us just like connecting the dots. That, my friends, that's a minimum viable product. Yes. It's like the Wizard of Oz behind this, you know, big, scary mask. And then it's just a little guy operating something from behind. That's really what it is. So we want to break down for you uh, really two paths and how to look at, um, you know, having an MVP. And the way we break them down is you're either going to be showcasing your product or you're going to be showcasing your service with an MVP. So with your product, it's essentially a prototype or a first wave of product to enter that market. It's the minimum thing you need to get out there and to start showing people your vision for your product. You know, some good examples of what an, what an MVP is. Say your idea is a car. You want to create something to get people from A to B. Your first rendition of this car is probably something like a scooter. It's something that it's still transportation. It's getting you from A to B. You're seeing what how you can actually improve that process Um without spending a ton of money and getting feedback along the way to know how you're actually going to want to build this. If you Google MVP, lots of really helpful images will come up to show you, you know, exactly what we're talking about. Like there's one that's just an ugly, boring donut 
but the final product has got a lot of frosting and sprinkles and it's really pretty and probably tastes way better, but you have to start with something. You have to start somewhere to figure out what people like and don't like. Because think about it, the foundation of the donut is a lot more important than the color of sprinkle or the type of frosting because that's going to be add-ons. Exactly. And, you know, we have to be careful because us as the creator and this idea being our little baby, we want that beautiful product to be seen by the world. But also, hate to break it to you, but what we found out was our dream of our product was not what our customer wanted to pay for. So you got to just throw it out there immediately because it's not even going to be what you expect at the end of the day. This leads us into now, what if you're showcasing a service? You know, this, um, instead of a product with a physical prototype, usually, a service is, in my opinion, sometimes a little trickier to think about. A great way to showcase your service is, you know, get on a web development app, you know, a lot like Squarespace, Wix, um, there's Strikingly, which is extra pretty in my opinion, um, but you know, you can jump on there and you can just start to build in with the brand and kind of your core and the feel of it. And you can get some basic details up. Just really think of it like a landing page or a splash page. You know, you can do that yourself for minimum price. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is a way for you to even go to show potential developers or team members when you need a, a bigger meteor site, they need to see something and feel what the look and feel is going to be like to even get behind it. Investors too, they need to see this. With services, it's also really helpful to test your pricing to kind of get an idea of what am I worth? What is me performing this service for somebody? What is that actually worth? You know, you have to get that feedback before you just set a price. You have to kind of, it's like a practice. It's like a pre-business, your MVP. Absolutely. And um, the MVP is really honestly like your way to make yourself verified in a customer's opinion, you know, because of course you can, you know, kind of go at it from the manual sense like we did at first. But as soon as we had even something online to showcase our service, it really validates you. Um, but, you know, it is also something that we learned with what Mackenzie was saying is then you get to see how much they're paying for you at the minimum viable product level. So you can really start to see with the bells and whistles what that Mm -hmm. could lead to. So you got this MVP, you have to get it in front of people. And a big part of this too is being willing to take feedback and putting people in the opportunity to give you honest feedback, not prying them to say certain things, giving them just enough knowledge to know, you know, what this thing is, but don't try and kind of guide them. If it's a website, for example, we've done focus groups where people just click through our site, use it how they would use it, not with us telling them how to use it, because we're not going to be there when people are using our site. Same goes for a lot of people. When people are buying your product, you're not going to be there telling them what all the bells and whistles are about it. You just have to see how they use it. And once you get that initial feedback, you know, it's your job to just constantly um, be on the cycle of review, revise, edit. 
But again, stay away from when they're like, that's ugly. Stay away from the aesthetics because that's not the purpose of the MVP right now. It's all about functionality. So if they're saying, I have no idea where to go do X, you mm-hmm. know, that's something we need to fix. If they're like, I hate the coloring of this, mm-hmm. that's okay. We can eliminate that. That does not need to be reviewed. Yeah. Um, but just constantly work towards um, that great functioning service or product. And before you know it, you're going to start to see that those commentary of, you know, the functionality is going to go less and less. And then you can start focusing on the aesthetics. It's the forever journey of an MVP. Another important thing I would say is... You know, there's two types of people, people who want to hear honest feedback and probably even might even be too serious about it where they'll change everything about their business after one person tells them their opinion of it. That's not great. Also, the type of people who don't want to hear any feedback and just build it for themselves. You need to find some common ground in between those two. You need to take feedback, but also know that just because one person says they don't like it, maybe they're not your ideal customer. Not everyone is going to have the same opinion on it. You just need to know the types of people who need to know how to use it. Hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode all about perfecting and building a minimum viable product, your MVP. 